From the Race Across America Mobile Studios on the stage on City Dock in Annapolis, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Ram Radio, and wow, have we got some athletes on the phone with us. Uh, Team Beamer, who's averaging 25 miles an hour across the country. Uh, we've got four of the guys uh, on the team with us. Congratulations on a fantastic ride. Thanks, George. We're here with uh, I'm Kurt. we got Greg, Josh, and Michael. Uh, we're all kind of off shift right now, hanging on the motor and waiting for our next shift. And how is that working? What kind of shifts are you guys taking? We're doing we're doing uh, four shifts of twelve hours. So unlike other APAT teams, I kind of do four people on for twelve hours, four people off. We wanted to kind of do a different uh, game plan and, and be able to ride with at least five of our other riders. So every six hours, we got two guys, two new fresh guys coming in. So it's a little unique, but it's great when you're out there and you're already six hours in, you get. Uh, you get you know to refresh with two new guys, so you're able to ride with at least five of your teammates. Uh, uh, two of them you don't really see that much, but um, at least you got five other guys you're, you're riding with throughout the day. I like that rotation. Who came up with that? Uh, Tony, Tony and myself. Tony's kind of a logistics guy, and when I came into this, I you know kind of helped getting the team together. I, I kind of came up with that concept just because you know we're all we're all teammates as it is, and this is an amazing experience, and it, it you know. To me, it's like it's it's really about experience with the team. You know, we we've, we've done the foreman uh, three years in a row, and obviously with the foreman, you're you're riding with all your teammates, and we really wanted that same experience with the eight man. So it's great. I, I can at least see five of my other teammates throughout the day. At some point of the day, um, there's two guys that obviously I'm riding opposite of, so I don't really see. But um, to me, riding with five guys is, is a lot better than riding with just three other guys. So that's kind of the philosophy we came into this as. Now question for you you guys i i heard you talking uh last year you really wanted to come set a record and when that's your goal um how do you keep that mindset because you know if you start to fall below it a little bit you can start to feel very down and like you're not having a good race you haven't done that you're definitely on record pace but how have you kept that motivation going yeah it's i mean it's always a risk um we came into it wanting to set a world record, but we we're always saying it all depends on the weather. Exactly. Um, and our, our sponsor came to it saying, you know, we're going to break the record. So I, you know, I kept saying, well, let's just hold off on that thought because you know, we have experience as riders, but, you know, as soon as you hit some, some headwinds for, you know, 200 miles, and that can kind of go out the window. So when we when we came into the desert the first night and we had some pretty good tailwinds, uh, we are all pretty motivated because we thought that this could really possibly happen. Because, you know, you think about the Olympics and uh, the 100 meters, 200 meters, if, if winds are above three miles an hour, I think it's considered wind-aided. <laughs> so, I mean, it plays a huge factor. Yeah, we've been, we've been pretty blessed. I mean, we had some pretty bad crosswinds and head cross going through Kansas, but we were able to keep our average up, you know, at 25, 26 with that. So uh, we figured once we got through at least Kansas, um, you know, the rest, you know, if we, if we get hit with some some thunderstorms or something that's that's not as bad as, as strong strong headwinds so we're feeling pretty good right now yeah i was blown away by your speeds across kansas with the the crosswinds you were fighting the other thing we need to take into account here this is one of the hardest routes uh, i think in ram history with that section between camp verde and flagstaff and you guys how did you ride those climbs <laughs> well we're fortunate we have we have a couple guys well Chris 
Yeah, you know, loves right in the heat. And we got Phil, uh, who's from Arizona, and Craig, our new teammates from Arizona. So, I mean, and then we got Michael, who's from Alabama. So, all, you know, we, got, we got a bunch of guys that, that love right in the heat. So, we weren't too concerned about the heat uh, going through there. We knew it was going to be hot. It, it wasn't as hot as the last time we did it. So, we were kind of, you know, motivated by that. But again, I mean, that uh, time station area that was added on added 60 miles to the route, and most of it is vertical. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know, there's a couple of thoughts we had. One is, you know, we, breaking the record is awesome, especially with that 60 miles. I mean, you have an average speed, so you got to take that into account. But, um, you know, now there's also the time. I mean, it'd be awesome if we could break a record and get a faster time, even with that added, added uh, you know, distance. So, I mean... That could be our next goal. We don't know. You know, one of the really cool things I, I'm liking here is that the Armed Forces team that holds the record has been so supportive of you guys and sending messages of encouragement and just really showing the whole spirit of Ram and Ultra. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I just, uh, I haven't logged on our Instagram page, but uh, my teammate Craig here, maybe you could talk about it a little bit, but he's, he's kind of been falling and he's filled me in a little bit, but. Craig, you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, I just just got off shift, actually, just, uh, I don't know, maybe an hour, hour and a half ago off of my 12-hour shift, so bear with me if I'm uh, a little tired, but uh, yeah, just catching up on some social media and saw a few of those quotes from the Armed Forces guys and and their crew, and what a bunch of stand-up dudes to, uh, to, to just give us those words of encouragement and and like you said, it does say a lot about the uh, the Ram experience, and it's it's different than any other race in the world. So what's your mindset when you go out to do a pull? Are you able to just get yourself completely psyched up like you're doing a, a 40K time trial, you know, state championship or something like this? This is even bigger. Yeah, you know, it, it's a full gamut. I mean, there's times where you've got some fun terrain and you just feel like a kid riding a bike and you're just ripping up and down some some rollers, having a great time. There's, there's times where you're towards the end of your 12 hours and you're a little bit tired, uh, you know, <clears throat> Like Kurt kind of mentioned, you know, we set up our, our rotation to kind of get more interaction with our team. But one of the side benefits that I don't know if we not really uh, planned on was that you had, you know, fresh motivation every six hours, too. So when you're halfway through your shift, some new guys come on and you really get motivated. It's like it's you amped up and, you know, your next couple of pulls are, you know, 20, 30, 40 watts higher than the ones before that. So, um, yeah, there's, there's kind of the full gamut of, of emotions and, and efforts through the different pulls. So it sounds like you guys are bringing the best out in each other. George, it's funny you mentioned like state championships. When he, when he, when he started the team and tried to figure out who wanted to be on it, uh, one of our teammates, Michael, we brought on, and uh, I had to call Rick from Race Across America and say, well, we got, we got a teammate who's racing the national championships on Thursday. Is there any way we can, we can, we can check him in on Friday, you know, as opposed to our check-in time? So... Michael goes out and wins the national championship in, in time trialing, flies into uh, Oceanside on, that was Thursday, flies into Oceanside on Friday, and it's ready to go Saturday for a race. So it was, it was pretty awesome to have him come in after that big achievement and, and now take part in this with us. So is he going to be coming in in his stars and stripes? <laughs> Michael, yeah, he's right here. Talk to him. <laughs> I think that would be pretty I, cool. I have him with me. So, you know, we're, we're just happy to represent a great sponsor and Team Beamer. And, you know, if, if I have that opportunity and uh, the press wants me to, I'm for sure I can, uh, I can slide into those stars and bars. Not a, not a problem with me. I think we'd love to see that at the finish line. That'd be great. <laughs> well, That's I know you guys... Huh? 
need some rest and everything, but uh, I want to do some regular check-ins with you until you get here to the stage. Um, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to chat with us here. Good. Thanks, George. Feel free to call us anytime, George. Team Beamer joining us from the support vehicle in Indiana from the Race Across America mobile studios on the stage at City Dock in Annapolis, Maryland. I'm George Thomas. Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. ACAST, A-cast, A-cast, A-cast recommends. recommends.